welcome back to Reality Graveyard, the podcast that dives deep into the land of dead reality shows. I'm Katie. And I'm Kim. What's What's going going on? on? (laughs) More charm school. More charm school. (laughs) The master debaters episode, which is very timely. Yes, very timely, you know, with the election, obviously. But Mm -hmm. um, I'm excited to see, like, I really like that they put them into a college uh, campus. Yes. And, you know, integrate them into a classroom and get them, you know, get them involved. I will say when I saw like everyone in the classroom sitting so close without masks, I was like, ah, then I forget this is way before <laughs> this is now. Long ago. Really long, long ago. Um, I was just watching something. I, it must have been like a YouTube video or something where it was, oh, I think it was like an old H3 video because I was like, you know, trying to go back to when I thought Ethan was funny. <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway. It was like 2016. He's like makes a reference about like, oh, this this is like the worst year, and I'm like, oh man, I I would give anything to go back to 2016. That was nothing. That was nothing compared to this. Oh my god, yeah. (laughs) If only we knew nothing. We knew we had no idea how bad. We had no clue. Uh, but but anyway. anyway, here we are. We've got a apple pie on the rocks cocktail. Um, and I chose this not only because it's very fall themed, but also because it's made with fireball, which I think is Ooh. like a very college Pow. time beverage or uh, liquor. Fireball. Yeah. Um, but this kind of classes it up a bit. Best of both worlds. There you go. Rodeo like a rodeo should. This comes from <laughs> Cindy Rodeo Steedle. Simplify your life, simplify your mind. Simplify your surroundings by simply staying away from people mm. that insult you in front of others. I mean, it's good advice. It is good advice. Um, and but this both really caught her eye because she, she's using a bright pink and purple. Mm-hmm. Um, really eye-catching. Very she's eye-catching. She's up the graphic design. You know, we both went right up on her Twitter and bam! Yep. That pink hit us and we were excited to read more. And yeah. we even chose it over a Harley tweet that was yeah, That was tough tempting. to say no to Harley, because that little stinker, now that it's getting cold, <laughs> he's getting under them covers with her. Little yes. Sweetie. And there's a, you know, it's a picture that we both believe is true. Yes. True to Rodeo and to Harley. So, you know, like we said, they're doing some debating today. Yes, um, yes. And, um, yeah, so, I, I mean, the episode starts out with the ladies getting up and getting ready. Mm-hmm. We're down to 10, and um, people are kind of upset with Crystal because they think she ratted Becky out. And it's like, I mean, guys, this is a competition for one. And for two, True. Becky, those toe feathers were a crime against humanity. <laughs> they really, really were. And the fact that they made a sandal to um like further emphasize the toe the feather toes it, it it's just those, she should have been gone for them toes she should have been gone that was like i would have expelled her right off the bat me too i would have even i wouldn't have even waited until elimination no bye-bye no. pack your bags See ya. Bitch. yeah so the, i mean that's happened and i mean that's should have happened <laughs> <laughs> But then we find out that they're going on a field trip. Yes. To another school. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Now, do you have any, like, 
favorite field trip uh, memories? Like any places? Oh, great question. <laughs> and that I can't answer off the top of my mm-hmm. head. Let's see. I'm having trouble thinking. Like besides the big one, like going to DC in eighth mm-hmm. grade, but I feel like that's like bigger than just a field trip. Like, you know, maybe just a little field trip. I'm trying to think like, I don't know, they take you to the apple orchard sometimes, the museums. I remember going to Daniel Boone's home. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sounds and, fun. Um, and that's a th- Why can't I fucking remember any field trips? I feel like going to like the science center or the science yes. museums is always fun. Oh, that's that's true. I don't know why I'm blanking on some other ones too. Because, you know, I know that we've all been on our fair share of them. I know, I can't. I've like I think, blocked them out. Maybe too many tragic things have happened. I think it went to like the symphony. Is that what you call it? <laughs> one time. <laughs> symphony? Is that what you call it? Yeah, I, in sure. one of my grade school moments. Oh, I don't remember what grade I was in, but I did know. I don't remember what what I heard at all or witnessed. My brain is fried. I do remember going on a ski trip, and the thing that most stuck out to me is that a photo that was taken of me on the bus home, and my face is like bright red <laughs> and so round, and I remember just being mortified at the really? picture. Oh, that is like such a like a I don't know middle school moment. <laughs> Um, but anyway, um, they get to this campus. Now, is this like a, I forget what, what college is this? Is it a, this is Cal State in Fullerton. Oh, okay. So it's, the point is, I see them walk around campus. I was like, I kind of miss college. Oh, what's wrong with you? I miss like learning. Okay. Yeah. Learning is fun, but like having to like go to class and do assignments and tests and stuff. It's not, but I think you like that a little more. I do like it. <laughs> um, but actually, I'm excited to talk about, like, after we meet the professor, I want to talk to you about <laughs> teachers and professors. Have you had any that were hot? We got to break it down and talk about that. <laughs> Are we ready for that conversation now? I mean, you know I am, but should we meet the, should we get a little bit further in first? Let's get a little further in. Yes. Okay. That's what she said. Um, wait. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. So, Okay. They uh, find out their next uh, commandment is thou shalt spit mad game with style. Love it. Because Monique and Keith meet them there on campus. Yes. And um, they take them to this classroom, as we mentioned, where we're kind of like just right in the middle of like a debate. We're mm-hmm. talking about like Guantanamo Bay. It's very heavy shit. Yeah. And then we meet Dr. John Brushkey. Is that his name? Yes. The debate team coach. He, okay, so he's like kind of almost has a bull cut, but definitely. But there's something about him that is attractive, and I think it may be just because he's a professor. Definitely. <laughs> I mean, he's wearing sandals, which typically be like, no, but him being a professor. I mean, that just like skyrockets things, you know? What? That just skyrockets things, you know? It does. <laughs> okay, so. You tell me first, have you had any teachers or professors that you thought were hot? I mean, the bar is very low for me. If they're like, <laughs> it would have to be like attractive conventionally. If they're like nice, then girl, I'm interested. Oh, God. 
they're not like decrepit looking and like yeah they're like nice and friendly oh i'm i'm, I'm there i've had like a million crushes on teachers really and okay so you can't even like narrow it down to like a couple that really stand out um i will say in high school in english class of course it's always there was english. like a teacher's assistant Oh, I forget exactly the like a TA is that what you would call it? I think so. For someone that was like fresh out of college, he was a QT. Mm. So that was a big one. That was my senior year. <laughs> Nothing ever came of it, of course. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But seriously, in college, like lots. lots. Oh. See, I, that's unfortunately I have the opposite where I had quite a few in high school that were like, whoa. Um, but in college, like, I feel like I got stuck with either, like, a bunch of ladies or, like, really older men that were just, like, I don't know, just, like, not, not doing it for me. Yeah, I don't know. yeah, that's too bad. But. Because <laughs> it's probably healthy. <laughs> well, maybe. Um, but in high school, so it was the, the same high school where there was, like, these three dudes, three teachers that were, like, oh. everybody knew they were, like, Triplet. fucking oh. hot. <laughs> One was an English teacher, one was a Spanish teacher, and one was like a computer teacher. And I was only lucky to have two of the three. This the Spanish teacher was like the hottest of hot, but I never got his class. I was a, stuck with some lady. Um, but anyway, the I just hottest of hot. Well, like of the three, the the no, trifecta. Totally. He was like at the top. But I do want to tell a story about the English Please. teacher. <laughs> okay, so. Um, between classes, they would play music over the speakers, and one day, they were playing, um, the song, Your English is Good by Tokyo Police Club. Oh. <laughs> and I, like, walked into the class early, and he was like, oh, I like this song, I wonder what it is. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> Did you tell him? Yeah. Oh I was like, oh, actually, it's, it's Your English is Good by Tokyo Police Club, and he's like... <gasps> Oh wow, you really know music, huh? And oh then my God. And then he started talking to me about Wilco and I was like, uh yeah. I know them, but I didn't at the time. I would have literally died if that happened to me. And yeah. like drunk about that moment for years. Yeah. Um I feel like that that kind of stuff happened a lot because um I also read the book, it's kind of a funny story in that class. And he's like, Oh, it's like one flew over the cuckoo's nest and I'm like, uh yeah. Like, trying to pretend like I get all his references. Yeah, totally. But anyway. Under pressure that too, right? <laughs> but yeah, that's, um, that was that. Wow. <laughs> Guys, please hit us with your hot teacher, hot professor stories. We love to mm-hmm. hear it. We want them. We want them all. I do remember one moment in college, I was like, I had a meeting with a professor. Ooh. <laughs> okay, this is maybe, I shouldn't say this, you love me know. But we were like walking to his office and like, I had a crush on him, of course, and like mm-hmm. our arms brushed. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm a creep. No, I'm but a creep. That, that happens like- I need to be locked ev- up. That happens to everyone, like, you know, like- Thank you. <laughs> I mean, like feeling like that, you know, it's- Thank you. <laughs> Um, okay, so, and yeah, the when they walked in, like you said, there was, like, a serious debate going on. This guy was speaking so passionately, and I was just, like, just amazed, because this is my worst nightmare. I am not a fan of public speaking. I dread, dreaded every time that I had to do any type of presentation in school. Uh-huh. So, I hats off to these people that are good at this. Seriously. <laughs> Debating is, like, a very interesting skill, because it's, like... It's not necessarily about truth telling either or like Mm -hmm. it's just like 
who can make the better argument. Exactly. So, did you ever have to do a debater at all in school? Uh, you know, I don't think I did, which is interesting. Like, I never took any <clears throat> debate classes or speech classes, which I'm actually, like, really glad that I was able to avoid that um, in my career. But, um, you know, I had to do presentations, but that's different. Like, right, you don't have right. to argue. Like, you're just basically getting through your shit and done. Like, you don't have to, like, go back and forth with someone. I think I did a debate in a philosophy class in high school, and I think the topic was on, like, legalizing prostitution, which <laughs> I think was because it was, like, the bottom of the barrel of the topics that were mm. left. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was awkward. And I yeah. did, I remember that in that class, too, the, the teacher asked us all to, like, play a song for everyone that really spoke to us oh god great heights by the postal system. oh god kim kim i'm gonna cringe <laughs> <laughs> i know i know katie it's very painful oh my god that just threw me back to some just like those icebreakers that they make you do you know like i had a couple high school classes where some of the teachers made you do that every single fucking day and i just have a lot of cringy memories from that but that's yeah, it's bad. That's all I want to say on the topic. I'd rather not dive di- dive in deeper to that. <laughs> okay. Um, so they, they all get kind of settled in, and uh, and the lab probably just kind of like sit amongst the students. You know, that's a nice touch. But um, yeah. Dr. John, he says, um, though how you win a debate is there's a topic, and the, if the affirmative proves to the judges that the topic is true, they win, and if the negative proves the topic is not true, they win. Mm-hmm. Um, and he goes through the rules, like no swearing, no screaming, you can't talk during someone's speech, and you know you have a certain time limit, so if your time runs out, you can only finish that sentence you're in the middle of, and then that's it. Um and also never give up and that one i really appreciated you know yeah i did too he's like a little even if you feel like you're down you can always fight back and i'm like Mm -hmm. this is some inspirational shit right here dr john take a bit on my list for sure he yeah finally we've got a man (laughs) that's speaking to us (laughs) like andrew firestone no dr john (laughs) dr john with his bull cut and sandals give me that Um. anyway now, um, so Fiery has some alternate rules of debate. Oh, yeah. Which, what were they? Uh, cut them down low and hit them from the bottom of the waist. Cut them off whenever they're talking. Make sure they don't talk back. Hmm. I mean, she does follow those rules. She does follow <laughs> her own rules. <laughs> so they split them into teams. And they say that, okay, so there's there's 10 people, right? But there's only teams of four in this debate challenge. So there's going to be two people that have to sit out. But um, the teams are, so team A is Shatar, Brooke, Courtney, Larissa, and Laylene. Mm-hmm. And then team B is Becky, Dara, Safari, Shay, and Crystal. And Dr. John did struggle with some names, um, but, you know, it's all right. Fyra. <laughs> you know, that, I have to say, like, that would actually be unfortunate part of, an unfortunate part of being a professor or a teacher, like, you're just going to have to try with the names. Mm-hmm. Um, you're probably going to mess up. You know, it's just going to yes. happen. But, you know, it would just, I would just hate getting it wrong. <laughs> I know. But it happens. You know, you just ask the correct pronunciation. <laughs> I can't even say pronunciation. And you try to try to stick with it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, okay. So <clears throat> let's see. Oh, so they, they've, like, splitting up, and they're kind of working with some students. I'm wondering, do these students get extra credit for helping these bitches? 
I, I hope they do. I hope so too. Um, cause yeah, they're like at a table. I think they each have what, one or two students mm-hmm. per each team to help them. Yes. It looks like that. And the, the per people that are working with team a that, which the team is that Lee leans on, she's having a lot of trouble. She's, she's just not confident. And I think that really causes her mm-hmm. to struggle cause she's yeah. just doesn't believe in herself. It seems like, so she keeps asking questions. She's definitely struggling. Mm-hmm. So, um, they start practicing with some topics and, um, one of the team's topics is Larissa has anger management problems and the other team has like Laylene is a crybaby or no, maybe those are the both the same team. I think so. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Laylene's a crybaby. So, um, you know, they're practicing and they've got an hour before the tournament starts. So they have to get all prepared and they also have to, again, like I said before, basically have to bench someone. Yes. But the, this person that's benched on both teams is not going to be safe. Like, even if the person benched on the winning team, they're not safe because they're benched. Right. It's not like last week where we had uh, Courtney left over as the judge and she mm-hmm. was safe. It's like the people that are left over now are not safe. Yeah, so they're really switching things up. They're making sure these ladies, you know, have to stay on their toes. Yes. <laughs> and let's see. So... Um, they start trying to figure out who is going to be benched. And on Team A, I mm-hmm. think Shatara suggests initially benching Pumpkin, but Pumpkin fights back. Mm-hmm. And then I think we all expected they decide to bench Lilene. Yeah. And I mean, I think that was the right choice just because she seemed, like you said, so unsure of herself and she was really struggling. So, mm-hmm. you know. Um, on the other team, they have a really big issue deciding who's going to sit out. Because Chris, because yes. they originally want Crystal sent out or sitting out, because I think it's just more of they don't like her, mm-hmm. and they also I don't, I don't know if they say this yet, but they think she might talk about herself or make it you know about her. Right. Um, so Crystal tries to fight back, but they I think they do a vote and they stick with her sitting, her being the one to sit out. They sure do, and she is not happy about it <clears throat> at all. No. Um, but the topic that they have to prepare for is that Courtney's team, team A should all be eliminated, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now I was kind of disappointed. Like I wanted these ladies to have to do some research on like a real topic and like, you know, like, I don't know. Um, I don't even know. I can't think of a single topic right now, but, but something outside of the show, like, ugh. But I get it. I guess it would make more drama if they have to, like, you know, say, oh, that team needs to go home. Well, it's it's also very confusing because it's because we don't like watching the show. We don't really know the like, what the criteria for someone staying or going, because so far every elimination decision has been different for why they should go. That's true. So, like, it's just a very confusing topic. And it would have been awesome if it was just a straightforward thing, like. You know, obviously abortion is a very touchy, touchy subject, but something like that where there's mm-hmm. like clearly two sides. You know what I mean? You know, that's a great point because also with Dr. John's expert, you know, opinion, he chooses the winner and not to spoil it, but Monique is not in agreement. Right. So it's like, like if, like you said, if they would have chose something more straightforward, then it would have been easier and there wouldn't have been like this whole, you know, question of whether his right. decision was right or not. Exactly. But um, shall we get to the debate? 
let's get to the debate. And I just got to say the effort they put into like the setup, mm -hmm. you know, the charm school podiums, the charm school mm -hmm. tables is so refreshing to see after. Love it. Tila Tequila. <laughs> Love it. I am sorry to say guys, but Tila doesn't, Tila Tequila, a shot at love with Tila Tequila does not hold a candle to these VH1 shows. No. Watching I mean, it if again. you guys have been listening, you know our complaints with these half-assed challenges mm -hmm. that they've been doing where they put no effort mm -hmm. into them at all. So it's just so nice to see that that budget being really, oh, I love really it. flexed here for mm -hmm. Charm School. Mm -hmm. So um, I did love seeing, so we've got Laylene and Crystal sitting down in the audience and Laylene's doing like the stage mom smile thing at her team. Yes. <laughs> She's like fucking Mama June out there. She is working smoochy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but Meanwhile, uh, Crystal's just like pissed. And she, she starts is. talking to the judges. Oh, that's right. She goes and talks to Mickey, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Which pisses her team off. Yeah. So it's just, ugh, girl, just don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we start off with Pumpkin versus Becky. And yes, yeah, I think what you said again is right because I feel like all their arguments and stuff—it's it's hard to follow. It's hard to be like, well, wait, you know, is I don't know. It just seems unorganized and not straightforward. I don't know. I don't know how, what else to say about it. But uh, I guess Becky says starts off by saying she wants to prove that she's more than the white black girl. <laughs> yeah, and it seems like her whole—I guess her team's point is that. The other team isn't really focused on developing themselves personally. They're more concerned about like scheming and plotting and making sure they look nice for the cameras or whatever. Mm -hmm. But then Brooke argues that her team needs needs charm school. That we'll, we'll you know won't do any good to just send them home. Like and she quotes Monique, which I thought was very smart when she says, "If you mm -hmm. think you're perfect, get your bags and leave." Mm, that was smart. I have to say, she was mm -hmm. scaring me a little bit with the um, tone and volume of her voice, but. Um... You know, it was very much like, sorry to say, a Karen um, demanding that yes. she doesn't need to be wearing a mask. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's like funny, you know, because I was actually just watching a Karen compilation. And it's it's like almost insane that that's real. <laughs> oh, I saw an insane one where someone was like, have you, have you ever read the Civil Rights Act or something? That's like, wait, stop it. Oh, my God. Right now. It is just insane. Um, yeah. <laughs> she would, I feel like Pumpkin is probably a Karen now. Maybe that's not right to assume, but I just, you know, she's probably at that age. <laughs> she, yeah, now. yeah. I think it's um, the only logical next step for her evolution. Mm -hmm. Totally. Um, okay. So, but I think, you know, I think she did a good job. Um, mm -hmm. So then we get to Larissa and Shay. And Shay kills it. Um, Larissa yeah, kind of buckles under pressure and kind of gets lost in her thought, I guess, and kind of stumble over, stumbles over her words. So Yes, there was such a good part where, well, good for Shay, where she mm -hmm. says, you can't even have a simple conversation. And she turns to the audience and says, without talking like a baby. And that <laughs> really hit her. It, it got her, for sure. Um, yeah, so Shay won. And then the next... Uh, group or next one is Safari versus Shatar. Oh, this is like a great pairing because I feel like these two are like the like the stars of Charm School in yes, my mind. So to totally. see them go head to head was great. 
So Safari is like, <laughs> what did she say? She's like, why did you feel that shaking your breasts was an appropriate action to Brooke? Oh, wait, no. Oh, she says it to Brooke. Yeah. <laughs> and Shatara's like, well, you're supposed to ask me. And Shatara's like, well, it happened. It was done to you. So is it true? And then she starts like interrogating her. Like, is it or is it not true that she, what did she say? Is put her nipple above? <laughs> she says, did she or did she not take her bra and her top off and shake her breasts in your face with her nipples by your lips? <laughs> oh my There's gosh. a clip of Monique going, huh? Like really funny. <laughs> yeah. And then Sapphira goes, yes, I said it. Nipple on the lip. <laughs> So, so good. yeah, so she keeps doing that, and I think Shatara keeps trying to talk, but Safari keeps interrupting her, which is breaking Dr. John's rules, but mm-hmm. you know, going strong with Safari's rules. So uh, yes, <laughs> and then Shatara tries to shake her hand afterwards, and then Safari's like already back to her table, so yeah. she just like gives. I don't. I think she like waves or something, yeah. and then Shatara just like shakes the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is good. Yeah. So, and then it comes down to Dara and Courtney. Maybe the two most um, level-headed yeah, I would say so, of the yes. group. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they both had a good closing remark. Um, I don't know if one was better than the other, to be honest. What I feel like Courtney's was a bit more... Um, focused, maybe? Yes, focused is exactly the word I was looking <clears throat> for. Um, where, you know, she just underlines the fact that... Um, Everything that the other team says shows that we're bad and shows that we need this. You know, we want to learn, we mm. want to grow, mm-hmm. but we can't do that anywhere but charm school, so we should stay here. Mm. Yeah. So, after that, Dr. John is put in charge to choose a winner, which, as he should, because this is his craft. He's the <laughs> professional here. Um, and it honestly pissed me off when Monique disagreed with him and, like, went against that. Just going to say that right now. Um, mm. Like, this is his... This is his land. Everyone is, this is his neck of the woods. This is his territory. Let him be in charge wow. if you're going to give him that, you know, put him in charge. Teacher's pet. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, like, it's seriously. I, I'm sorry, but it made me mad. So, anyway, he chooses. Which team does he choose? <laughs> he, do, do, you just, he chooses team A, um, Courtney Brooke. Uh, Larissa and um, Shatar. Right. And Monique's like, mm, huh? <laughs> and so I think it's fair for her to ask him to explain his line of thinking. And then he, you know, he said basically that, like, you know, the other team just didn't find the answer to the question that Brooke originally posed, which was like, why should you send us home if we, mm-hmm. we need charm school? Right. And she's like, okay, it did make sense, but I still didn't really agree with it. Um, I feel like she undermined everything with that. It's like, okay, he explained it, and he, like I said, he's the professional. He is looking at this in the way that it needs to be looked at, you know, with the rules and how debates work. Yeah. But, I, you know, I don't know. So it just kind yeah. of, everything went off the rails, and then Larissa got pissed off because Monique was, like, questioning what her team for winning, and so they start going at it. And I don't blame Larissa for being mad because, like, they they earned that, you know, yeah. fair and square. They did. I think overall they had a focused argument mm-hmm. uh, where the other team was kind of all over the place. And I think it's because the topic was so weird. Exactly. But still, like, I think Larissa was justified to being angry for for what she saw as Monique trying to take away from their team's victory. Yes, agree. Um, but of course, Larissa is, you know, a little immature. Um, 
So she kind of handled it not the best way. Yes. And her I like and- Monique. Go ahead. Got up and she's like, excuse me, John. <laughs> she at least did say that. Oh, oh that's right, because she had to get around him because he was yes. sitting on the end. He got the fuck out of the way. <laughs> he sure fucking did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, you know, Monique kind of pretty much yells at her and is mm-hmm. like, you know, it should piss you off, but and I hope it ch- makes you check your ass. And she does say... I used to be you. It wasn't mm-hmm. long ago that Monique was Larissa until someone had to dig in my ass repeatedly Ooh. and say, girl, grow up. She's got some, like, she also says what? Like, she needs to grow up because life doesn't use Vaseline. Yeah, I did not like that. Later. I didn't like that either. Yeah. Ooh. I did not like that. But um, anyway, <clears throat> the ladies go to a pub next. But before we jump into that, should we do a little Mary Smash Pass? Hell Yeah. Mary Smash Pass. Okay, so we've got another spooky-ish edition. Um, because we're doing some more fucked up shit, y'all. Um, <laughs> we're doing um, who's your favorite Robert De Niro character, psychopath character, killer, uh, you know, uh, killer. bad boy. <laughs> fucked up man. Like, who's your favorite <laughs> character of Robert De Niro? You know, who are you going to yes. marry? Who are you going to smash? Who are you going to pass? So the three options are... Starting with maybe the most fucked up of the three, we've got Max Katie from Cape Fear. Um, he's a <laughs> sight to see in that movie, but, um, you know, a little fucked up. Well, more than a little fucked up. Um, then we've got Travis Bickle from Taxi Driver, also fucked up, but maybe a little bit more, um, I don't know. It's hard to... It's hard to rank, honestly, the most yes. fucked up. But maybe maybe Max Katie's the most fucked up. I think up. he's a little less, but we'll see. And then um, last, we've got Jimmy Conway from Goodfellas, who, you know, just your classic mob guy that, you know, does some bad shit. <laughs> oh, this is exciting. Yeah, so do you want to go first, or? Um, did I go first last time? I don't know. I mean, I'll go first if you want, or if you want to okay, go first. Okay, how about you go ahead? Okay. Starting off, you know, I just, I love the movie Goodfellas. It's one of my favorites. I think that Robert De Niro is very attractive in this, although I do think he's attractive in all three. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, there's just something about that movie, something about it excites me. I think I would like to, um, you know, maybe be married to Jimmy while he's mm-hmm. doing all these bad things. Making a sauce for him to come home to. Yes, you know, um, taking care of the kids while he's out, like, murdering people, you know, beating people up, you know, whatever it is um, he's doing out there. But, um, I, yeah, I think I'm going to marry Jimmy Conway. <laughs> um, this is actually tough. Because, okay, if I smash Max Katie, he's probably going to bite a chunk out of my cheek off, like he did to the one chick. <laughs> so it's like do i want to do that but then you know like we were talking about before you might want to go into this further the scene where he puts his thumb in juliette lewis's mouth is a little like whoa <laughs> so that's hot undeniably hot it I'm is sorry. it is <laughs> and then there's travis and travis i feel like he's like kind of sweet <laughs> but also like fucked up and when he shaves yeah. his head and does the mohawk or whatever it's like whoa okay so I don't really know what to do here. Um, 
I feel like since Max Katie might be like, it might be really, it could go very wrong, but you know, it could also be like super hot. <laughs> so I think I'm gonna smash Max Katie and pass on Travis. And I'm sorry if that's messed up, y'all. Trigger warning. I guess it's too late for that. Um, but that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> oh man. See, okay, this is this is a tough one. Um, I do respect your choices. Oh, let's see here. So, I think you're right that the Travis Bickle character is. I mean, would he probably today be part of that plot to kidnap the governor of Michigan? Oh, probably. Yes. But there is a part of him, you know, that's, that wants to take care of, like, Jodie Foster's character mm -hmm. and protect her, which is good. Mm -hmm. um, uh, <laughs> it's kind it's of a tough one. So <laughs> tough. Uh, and I mean, gosh, Robert De Niro in Cape Fear is probably his hottest. Yeah. But it's his scariest yeah. in the same vein. Mm -hmm. um, and then we've got Goodfellas. Oh my gosh. Okay. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to marry Travis Bickle because okay. he's hot. And also, I want to maybe get him into some um, mental health treatments because I think he's mm -hmm. a good guy deep down, but he's got some issues and we can work through those together. Yeah. You know, I, I can fix him, okay? That's what I think you actually could, though. I think there's. There's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> There's a chance. As uh, Brett says. But, uh, it, you know, although he's very, very hot in the movie, I just can't smash him. Um, he's too scary. I'm too afraid of my life. So I'm mm -hmm. going to instead be a guma for uh, Robert De Niro in Goodfellas and maybe just, just a one-time smash. Mm -hmm. You know, he's going to need someone on the side, so. Yeah, I'm, I'm willing to be that person <laughs> for him. Because I don't have to really be in the shit, you know, as yeah. much as a wife. Yeah, I mean, that's probably a good, good point. Um, yeah, okay, it's a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> I feel not great about it, but, you know, we gotta, well, we don't have to do this. But gotta do it! We do it for fun. Duty. We do it for the entertainment. Um, we'll be posting this this week. Um, so stay tuned. I hope, uh, I'm actually curious to see what you guys would do. <laughs> Yes. Um, yes. Okay. So getting back to the show, they are, this is interesting to me that they allow them to go to a pub afterwards and party. Yes. And this pub apparently has a storied history because um, one of our listeners, Ed, I believe lives in the area. And he said that this bar, speaking of spooky season, is kind of cursed mm. that it like burned down twice, I believe. And then... At one point, it lost its liquor license, so it's just kind of some bad energy, and that might be why things went went crazy this at mm. this bar. I have two things to say about that. One, I wonder if the Ghost Adventure crew has investigated that at all. Mm. Um, and two, just in general about this whole pub experience, I thought this was going to come into play for eliminations, but it did not at all. Yeah, um, that's a good point. <laughs> and it just, it, I feel like, like you said before, I think the whole, like, expulsion elimination thing it's a little confused um and yes. they have to like focus it more a little bit so um we'll see if that happens over the next you know the rest of the season and the other seasons to come because i can't remember but um but yeah it's party time for the ladies yeah they do uh, let loose mm -hmm. um we they're all drinking 
Shay's like up on her chair dancing, and then we see Pumpkin making out with a guy, and Dara's like, kiss on him, kiss on him, cheering her on. <laughs> yeah, that guy was into Bean's mom. He was. <laughs> um, anyway, so I think um, Becky's also all up on a guy, you know, having yes. fun. Um, and then Laylene and Larissa, Larissa start going at it. Yes. Laylene is like, I guess she was, she thought it was messed up that Larissa was talking to Monique that way. So she lets her know. She mm-hmm. speaks her mind. And then things just go off course pretty quickly. They do because Larissa then basically starts saying something about her being, her as a mom and like kind of going at her at that. Way. And that's never, you know, that never goes well. I mean, let's go back to Bad Girls Club season nine when... I guess it was Erica that kind of said something about Rima being a mom, you know, like, you know, tiptoeing on that, and re- they got into a fist fight. Mm-hmm. That's when Rima snapped. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, uh, they start going at it. At one point, it looks like Larissa was about to swing at her, but mm-hmm. there was, like, so many people in between that I don't think it was, like, a real attempt to hit her, but kind yeah. of, like, more scare her. And so Laylene gets out of there with Safari. Then Laylene has kind of a breakdown outside in the parking lot, mm-hmm. which Ed also sent us some pictures of that parking lot today, which thank you, Ed. I'm very <laughs> pleased to see that. It is funny <laughs> to see. These landmarks of history. Right? I love that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so Laylene really goes off and Safari's like, damn, you were really mad. <laughs> She's like, I'm not ashamed. She's basically like, I'm not ashamed of dancing to put food on the table because that's what I need to do to take care of my kids. And she says, I'm a damn good mother pretty iconic scene mm-hmm. but yeah Safari's mm-hmm. response is hilarious <laughs> I feel like Safari should have gotten her own show too um I just really uh, love her <laughs> I she is hilarious mm-hmm. she's like really carrying the show for mm-hmm. her and Hottie I would say but by um, the way I just have to stop and say so the next season of Eric Andre starts like next week and New York's on it wait what did you already tell me this and I forgot I might have I don't know but there's just, I just saw a clip in the trailer of her, and I'm like, girl, what are you going to do to my, what, Eric, what are you going to do to my girl in New York? You better be careful with her. <laughs> but that's going to be, that's going to be fun to see that. Um, but I also feel like if anyone can handle Eric Andre in the whole scenario, I feel like New York could. She, I mean, she's not going to come away feeling traumatized. Like, she's going to be like, she's going to be fine. She's going to handle it. Right. <laughs> um, Not like but I Lauren actually Conrad. feel really bad for Laylene in this scene. Like, Yeah, well, it's fucked up. And and like she said, like, Loris is just a young girl. She doesn't know anything about what it is to take care of a child or children, you know? Like, it's really unfair for her to say something like that when she yeah. has no idea, you know? And also, Laylene, like, you know, she took one for the team and accepting being on the bench, and she did her best to keep a positive attitude mm-hmm. during all that, but she probably felt a little ashamed for for not standing up for herself, so mm-hmm. she was like, okay, I'm going to stand up for myself now and confront her about this, and then she just gets completely shit on with these low blows. Yeah. I would have cracked way sooner than oh, she yeah. did. Yeah. Um, so, I think after that, they head home, mm-hmm. and... We find out that elimination is tonight, so it's like, whoa, this is all happening in, like, the same day. So, um... Yeah, there's not too much. Larissa's kind of still going in on Laylene a little bit. Um, but then we roll right into elimination, and mm-hmm. I'm guessing they're all pretty a little buzzed at this point still. Yeah. <laughs> Which maybe is a good thing. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but, 
uh, I think she has a conversation. Monique has a conversation with Larissa first because, mm-hmm. okay, Larissa may have snapped at her and they had that whole argument, but her team is still safe. So yep, she's she's good to go for now. Yeah, this is when Monique has that Vaseline comment oh, I don't like. But that's when it happens. <laughs> I do think Larissa has a good point here when she says, I feel like you're trying to beat me down and it's not going to work because it doesn't work in the world and that's why I came here. Mm. Yeah, that like, is yeah, a good point. That's a good point because mm-hmm. I'm sure she's, you know, throughout school or whatever, she's kind of dealt with authority figures treating her the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can't, you can't expect everyone to react to the same type of, like, discipline. Exactly. That's a great point. Goes. Mm-hmm. So, um, then, okay, so basically they call down the three that are up for elimination. And we've got uh, Safari, Crystal, and Leilene. I was surprised about Safari, but then I was like, oh, yeah, she did kind of completely disregard the rules. Yeah. For the, well, me, Dr. John's rules. I had the same thought process. I was like, oh, I thought she, like, did well. And I was like, oh, yeah, she interrupted, like, the entire time. So... <laughs> Um, and I guess, you know, the two that were benched, Crystal and Laylene. So, uh-huh, uh-huh. so she starts off by, um, I think they talk, who do they talk to first? I think Laylene first. And, you know, it's mostly about her not standing up for herself, for letting other people win and succeed. And, um, I think Laylene's just like, yeah, sometimes I do get nervous and buckle when I'm put on the spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, they talked to Crystal next, and we're like, I think Mickey says that she was surprised Crystal couldn't convince them to, like, not bench her. Mm-hmm. And then Crystal says she didn't want them to focus on her, and this is when she starts to say, like, oh, well, you know, I accepted it after they told me that I'm benched, and I just supported them and was silent, and... They're like, mm, no, that's not what happened at all. No, and then they roll the tape and we see her saying, like, I'm going to kick the shit out of you all or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. So that wasn't really true. Um, and then they talk to Safari and say, well, like, oh, we think you did much better than you thought you did. And, you know, but you were interrupting the entire time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so then I think Monique lets... Um, Laylene back to the the steps and she just tells her like you know it's easy to fall back but it's a challenge to step up so make sure you're not always stepping down because then they'll step on you mm-hmm. and then it's on a crystal and safari yes so um i think she crystal says that she thinks safari should have been benched and then mo meek is like well safari what's going on what do you think about that and Oh, because I guess Crystal, I don't, her, her point, Safari's point is that Crystal only talks about herself and she always says like, I, 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 it's mm-hmm. all about me. She's never talking about anyone else. So, oh, and then she also says that she's sick of <laughs> Crystal's big man face, but she said that in a talking head, not to Monique. Yeah. She says, I'm sick of her body and her big man face. <laughs> what? I don't know. I think she's Crystal's very pretty, so I don't know, but I think it's just funny that she yeah. said that. No, sometimes it is. Like, yeah, it's bad, but well, I mean, especially when it's like so untrue, you know. That's a thing, yeah. <laughs> like she's a model, guys. Yeah, a retired um, model. <laughs> oh. Um. So I think Crystal pretty much accepts it. She tries to give Safari a hug, and Safari like barely hugs back. 
Yeah, because Crystal is expelled. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, she expels Crystal. Yeah, it's like, um, but yeah, she's expelled. So <laughs> that's yeah, that's pretty much it. She does say if they asked her to come back, she'd eat a handful of dirt. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I didn't catch that. <laughs> but, oh, well, it was her third time on the carpet. I feel like it was only inevitable that she be eliminated. So yeah. I guess I'm fine with the decision. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm not sure what next week brings us. I didn't watch the scenes for next week. Um, it's, I think it's, a I think it's when they, um, have to go on the street and like either sell stuff or, or make money at something. Like it's charity? A good one. I mean, well, all the episodes of this season are good, but I, yes, I'm really excited about mm. next week, guys. Cool. All right. Well, we'll see you guys next week for another episode of Charm School. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening.